0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Captain's Log, the show devoted to discussions and insights into pop culture with an emphasis on cinema in the occasional themed episodes. This is your captain speaking, José Valle, and it's time for us to begin our transmission. Stardate 0809-2019 Welcome back everybody to another episode of Captain's Log Today I am joined in the studio, also known as my kitchen table uh, By the no- Noel Miller to my Cody Co, The Patrick to my Spongebob And the Janko to my Schmidt Jesus Homo. <clears throat> am I say that Um,
1: Not really, because it's Romo Oh,
0: my bad okay. I was asking about the Jesus part
1: though Oh, yeah, no, it's Jesus Oh, okay <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, welcome to the show, Jesus. How's it going, man? Uh, do you want to introduce yourself and maybe talk a little about um, how we met and what it is you're currently up to?
1: Um, my name is Jesus Romo. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met Jose in Sunday class. Remember, I hated him. I despised Jose. Every yeah. time he walked in, I was just wanted to beat him up. <laughs> and then months grew. Every day we talked crap to each other. And
0: then eventually we fell in love. Yeah, we fell yeah. in
1: love, and he just made the first move, and that's when
0: <laughs> I knew he was the one. <laughs> and uh, now we're married, four kids. Four um, kids. It's going really good. Fifth I, on the way. Fifth on the way. Yeah. yeah. Jesus is pregnant. Not yeah. me. I have to watch my body. Yeah. For my job. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. We yeah we met at church class, and then we had like Latinos in action. I remember like the first day you came in, you came in with like this big uh, fountain drink. And I was like, oh my God. I, already, I was like, I already don't like this kid. Who is it? You came in late, too. Like, you were late. To,
1: well, I was new to Utah. I was like walking around every. I didn't know it was in. I didn't. What was D Hall? I was like, what's D Hall?
0: Yeah, and I remember you walked in, and I was like, oh my God. And I sat next to his cousin, so he comes over and he sits next to her, and I was like, oh my God, this guy. And then I saw him that Sunday in church, and I was like, oh my God, this freaking kid. Because I don't remember what you said, but I just remember thinking, I was like, oh my God, this dude's fucking. This dude's I mean, I, I swear, but I don't even know if I'm supposed to, because I'm technically not explicit on mm-hmm. Apple, but I swore before, so and they haven't marked my show. I I don't also don't care if I'm explicit. Mm-hmm. Can you fucking stop?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh. Uh. But no. And then um, so we met in school in church class. Uh, and we've been friends for what four years now. Four, four years. Four, yeah. Yeah. Four years. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Jesus beat up a kid in church. <laughs> I beat up a kid because he said in you church in church Yeah, <laughs> this kid like was trying to start beef with me, and I was like, "Dude, we're in church. Calm down. Like, I'm not gonna fight you in church." And then I, I tried to like whip him with my lanyard on the shoulder, but I got him in the neck, and he's like stood up and pushed me. <laughs> and then Jesus said something to him, and then
1: he told you you had a small peepee. Yeah,
0: and then Jesus, and then Jesus was like, "Well, at least he," or he said, "He said, Jose, you have a two-inch peepee." And then Jesus was like, at least I don't, he doesn't have two inch nipples. And then the kid lost it because he had like man boobs and he was really self conscious about it. And then he was like, let's go. And then Jesus was like, bet. And then he fought <laughs> the kid in church and slammed his head on the table. And then that's when I was like, dude, that's enough. And even though the teacher had been telling them to stop fighting the entire time, Jesus listened to me. Yeah. <laughs> and now the teacher.
1: That teacher was cool.
0: He was a cool. I don't, I, no, I don't know what happened to him. John, yeah. Uh, he was the deacon. I think he, he tried, I heard he transferred to Provo. Which I understand, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, what, yeah. What do you, what do you currently get up to? What are your, what are your aspirations? Like, what are your goals? What are your dreams? Um, right what do now, you work? I do you be tweeting? Do you be tweeting?
1: Um, no, that's my other friend. I don't think you guys know him. I need a 240SX. Ah, <laughs> oh, no, never heard of him. Yeah. Um, right now, I'm just working, planning a big move with some dude. You don't yeah. know him, Jose Valle. We're never heard of him. Planning on moving to another state. He's actually. probably gonna steal all your money. Yeah, he's. He's a con man. He's brown. He's brown, huh? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're planning a. I don't think I've talked about it on the show, but Jesus and I and two other friends are planning a, a move because I've got to go back to school in Iowa for a year. But after that, we're planning to, big move to L.A. Try to make it big. Maybe waste all our money. End up dying on the street. I don't know it'll be fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. But what else? What do you? What do you? What are your dreams? Like, what do you want to do with your life?
1: Um. I've been, I want to be like either I want to get into animation mm-hmm. or I want to be a tattoo artist. I just like to sketch and draw. And ever since like I was little, I used to watch Ink Master. And mm-hmm. I was like, yo, so that's how I'm going to get my start. Yeah. How'd you get, <laughs> way? so how'd you get your start? Fine.
0: Oh. I, yeah, no, he's a pretty good artist. He's pretty good. Not, like, I'm not just trying to write him or whatever, but. Maybe.
1: Maybe. maybe.
0: maybe. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you've you've heard the show before, but yeah. I'm still going to explain the layout just because it's your first time. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, the show is split uh, into three segments. So we have the intro, which we're doing right now, intro slash Did You See the News, which mm-hmm. is our news segment. Uh, and then I do a segment uh, that I'll insert in post um, that's for anybody wondering, because I, I think you asked me, you were like, yo, was he, it was uh, Ethan who was on last episode. You were like, is he just being quiet during the whole time <laughs> you were talking about the other movies? I was like, oh, no, I do that in post. Um, So, yeah, we do this news segment and then we do um, I'll do uh, check this out, which is where I recommend stuff. And then we do the topic. Um, So with that, let's just jump right into the news. Uh, I like to do the news when there's guests because I I always want to see people's reactions. And so feel free at any point uh, to just interject um, as Um, I'm saying the news. (laughs) But don't apologize every time. Did you see the news that Lionsgate's uh, Lions newest thriller Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark has opened with a solid $2.3 million in more than 2,500 North American locations in just Thursday night previews. So it was made on a budget of $25 million, uh which isn't that much for a movie. And it's not a big franchise film. So as far as like just Thursday night previews, it hasn't even premiered yet. That's not a bad opening. I think it'll make pretty good money. Um, but yeah,
1: that... That was, like, everybody's book. Like, mm-hmm. it was always checked out in yeah. elementary. Yeah, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, you never um, could get it. I
0: would always check it out, and then I'd start reading it. I was like, no, I can't do this.
1: I remember they had the La Llorona one there, mm-hmm. and I was shook. I was yeah. terrified. <laughs> I, I was, but then again, I would go check it out again. Yeah, no,
0: so, yeah, so like Jesus said, so Scary Stories is based on the series of children's horror books uh guillermo del toro uh who's uh you're from jalisco right mm-hmm. yeah so we're both from jalisco which is a state of mexico guillermo del toro is also from jalisco he's from guadalajara he mm-hmm. went to the university of guadalajara uh so he's a producer on the project and it's directed by andre Ovral. uh he directed a movie called troll hunters which i guess is is decent um which is why they chose him for this uh it's pg-13 uh it's set in 1968 america in the small town of mill valley uh, where a book of series is written by a young troubled girl from the eighteen hundreds, and it becomes real for a group of teens. Uh, I'm probably gonna go see this. I, I-, I want to. I, I wish they would have released it during Halloween. When I think, are they releasing it? Yeah, I think it already. It's coming today. out already. Because if if they if it's if it made money yesterday off Thursday night previews, I think it should premiere today. Yeah. <laughs> it's loud, huh?
1: Are you gaming PC? Yeah.
0: Um, yeah I wish yeah it already came out I wish they would have uh, released it in oh, Halloween because that would have just that would have felt like that. I would definitely go
1: see it what are your thoughts on people trying to change Halloween to the last Saturday of October
0: who's trying to change you it I've
1: never seen that there's like a petition going around that Is like,
0: in just Utah
1: I don't know No, it was on like I saw it on Snapchat the, the news section you know how mm-hmm. you can go and it, they're saying that like Putting it on a weekday was like, yeah, because like this, this
0: last Halloween was in the middle of the week, it was on Wednesday, yeah. Because I remember because I love Halloween, like, I I always want to do something spooky. And I told my friends, I was like, Yo, we should do something. They're like, Dude, we got class the next day, yeah. I was like, Dang, but we still went and into this national, like, wildlife reserve at three in the morning, and uh, we stayed there until three in the morning, and then we left because coyotes showed up. It's pretty (laughs) sketchy, I'm not gonna lie to you, yeah,
1: but right now they're like. They're trying to get it, people to sign a petition. Like the,
0: the, the animals, not like the smugglers. Coyotes, like the animals showed up. It was scary as they as were just, just the smugglers. They, had <laughs> they were like,
1: a hey, fool, you're trying to make it to the other side? <laughs> uh, but yeah, they're trying to change it to the last Saturday of October. Really? Yeah. I had not
0: heard about that. I, I get that, but also it's like, it's like, it's, it's, the, it's the like day. a day. Right, yeah, like it's, it's based on All Hallows Eve. Mm-hmm. and It's like that day. Um, I love Halloween. It's probably like, besides Christmas, it's probably like my favorite holiday. Not because like, i don't even like going like i don't go trick-or-treating anymore because I, I just but like the i just like like the, like, the yeah the vibe and like kind of
1: I like how like i forgot what channel it was but like they would have that whole month was just scary mm-hmm. movies yeah was, i know yeah, you're talking about yeah, I yeah. sci-fi
0: i think so yeah well and like last halloween was when i started my show was really? i started in october and i did just like four halloween episodes and i'm really looking forward to doing that again mm-hmm. um okay so the next bit of news uh So, this is animation, so it might be right up your alley. So, Disney is making leadership changes um, as it integrates uh, Blue Sky into the House of Mouse brand. So, apparently, uh, Animation Studios president, so Disney Animation Studios president, and he was a a producer on Zootopia, Andrew Milstein, um, and creative executive Clark Spencer will be taking new roles. So I guess this dude, Milstein, he's going to become co-president of Blue Sky, which is the studio behind Ice Age and Rio. Um, and Spencer has been named as president of Walt Disney Animation Studios. So Disney, I didn't even know about this until I read about it today, but I guess Disney uh, bought Blue Sky as part of its huge $71.3 billion acquisition of 21st Century Fox. Uh, so they got all their film and television assets, and last month, uh, Andrea Maloro who was like the uh president of Blue Sky she left um and the company has established a reputation uh so this company Blue Sky uh, they've done like lower at ad- budget lower cost animated hits um but its future has been uncertain because Disney has like a ton of stuff that they're already doing mm-hmm. like they've got Disney Animation Studios as well as Pixar and a bunch of little smaller ones that they own so a lot of people were like they didn't know if if Blue Sky was just gonna be phased out, so they were gonna release all the stuff they had planned, and then they're just gonna, you know, push them away, mm-hmm. or uh, make them just producers of like stuff on Disney Plus. So they haven't said what's gonna happen to them, but
1: Blue Sky is the ones that were with making Rio and Ice Age, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. One of the best moves, Rio. I, I love Rio. I think it's really good. Yeah.
0: yeah, And I like their, I don't know, I liked their style of animation. Yeah. Um, all right, next big news, actually. It was just, I just finished the show, and I'm recommending it later in the recommendation segment. But uh, did you see the news that Amazon's The Boy has surp- the The Boys has surpassed expectations, becoming one of the most binge shows in the Prime catalog since its release, July 26? So Jennifer Salk, uh, head of the uh, Amazon Studios, she shared her reaction to how The Boys has performed, saying, quote, We are thrilled that The Boys has surpassed her predictions for viewing in its first two weeks. And has become one of our most watched Amazon original series by our Prime Video customers. This creates great momentum and excitement for us as we get ready for season two. End quote. So Amazon actually renewed this show for a second season before the first season even came out. And the show was executive produced by Eric Kripke of Supernatural. I don't know if you've ever seen Supernatural, but he was like the main guy behind it. And Seth Rogen was also producer and so was Evan Goldberg. So production has already started on season two, which hopefully means that the next batch of episodes won't take long to get here. Uh, Eric Kripke weighed in on the situation, saying, I'm so beyond thrilled with the response to season one. And mainly, it's made me get my ass in gear and work even harder on season two. I don't want season two to go bigger. I want it to go deeper. A more intense, more insane, more wrenching, more character-driven season. It's my one and only goal to make season two even better than season one. Um... Yeah, I'm not gonna get too into it because I'm recommending this later. But it's a really good show. Like yeah. I just, I just finished the last episode like 30 minutes before you got here. Jesus, it's fucking it. it's really good.
1: Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen it, but you were talking about it yesterday. I don't have Amazon Prime, but I've been, uh, I've mm-hmm. been trying to get it. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. I, I
0: would say just sign up for the trial and watch that, and then if you don't like, I like Amazon because everyone, they, they keep getting better at producing stuff. Mm-hmm. I think they're gonna start. I have like a hate love relationship with Amazon because I don't really agree with the fact that they're this multi-billion dollar company that doesn't pay taxes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Like, they're this giant conglomerate that's probably going to own the world. <laughs> but I like the stuff they make as far as production stuff. Um, and then finally, uh, did you see the news that one of the writers of Endgame has rele- has revealed in a, in the commentary track to Avengers Endgame that Bucky Barnes doesn't seem all that shocked when Cap doesn't return, saying, yeah, I think it's clear from Sebastian's performance here that he's been clued into Steve's decision. Why would he say, I'm going to miss you if it's going to be five seconds? So director Joe Russo also confirmed this saying, he knows. Now, we don't know the extent to which what uh, what Steve told him, but he clearly told him something. So you know how like at the end of Endgame, I always wondered that too when I watched it. At the end of Endgame, when Cap is returning all the stones, um, he says to him, he's like, I'm going to miss you, old buddy, or whatever. And then he's like, it's only going to be five seconds or whatever. And then he leaves. And then he doesn't come back. And, like, he does not, like, Bucky's not even surprised. He just, like, walks away, and then he sees him or whatever. And he's not, like, so people were like, oh, well, Bucky knew. And then now the writers are like, yeah, he, he knew that, that he was going to do that and He knew his plan. Um, yeah. So that's all the news we have. Check this out. Another week, another batch of recommendations. So, let's jump into it. Check this out. First things first on our list is a great song by Badly Drawn Boy. Uh, It's called The Time of Times, and for any Ryan Reynolds fan, uh, this is used... At the end of definitely maybe, which I, I might have not recommended on this segment yet, but I know I've written it down to recommend at some point. It's a really good movie, um, but they use it at the end of the movie, at the end of the movie, which is where I first heard it, and it's a really good song. Uh, I really like the sort of beat of it. It's very Cat Stevens, which I kind of love. That I would even say that's its own s- subgenre of, I don't even know, like feel good folk uh, music. Um, but it's, I don't know, it's like kind of repetitive lyrics, but it's basically like this, like just it's talking it, like the lyrics are like oh sweet morning is your head not right did you hear my warning this is the time of times your head feels like your body your mind is closed behind there's a cheer drop on your shoulder it says this is the time of times so it can be interpreted in a bunch of different ways i mean you can interpret it as it being a song about the end of the world the time of times or you could interpret it as it being a, a, a song about saying like this is the time of times this is the time to live this is the time The best time we're going to have together and and this is the time to enjoy yourself. I always like it just because it's one of those songs that I have on like, I have a special playlist dedicated um, to fall music, to music that I listen to around fall time because it's my favorite season. Um, And I like adding to the sort of element of it. And this is a song that's on there. Because every listen, every time I listen to it, I'm always like, "Yeah, this gets me in the mood." I don't know, just like the rhythm of it, uh, the sound of it, the tone, uh, the lyrics. It all—it's kind of like a weirdly dark, cheery music, uh, which is like very much like reminiscent of like Tears for Fears, "Everybody Wants to Rule the World," or uh, um, Simon and Garfunkel's uh, "Hello Darkness, uh, My Old Friend," "The Sound of Silence." um but yeah it's pretty good i recommend it it's just a really good ballad it reminds me actually a lot of the sort of george ezra style of music which i talked about uh last episode um pretty darn good song definitely recommend you checking out uh with this whole idea of like kind of feel good dark kind of things uh the second recommendation is a movie called our idiot brother uh I, i believe it's still available on netflix i could be wrong but i caught this on netflix a little while ago um, it's a Paul Rudd movie. I was in like a phase where I was watching only Paul Rudd movies. Uh, cause you know, you can't go wrong with that. Like what's wrong with only watching Paul Rudd movies? Like what are you, are we really doing any damage to yourself? I don't think so. I think you're bettering your life if anything. Uh, but it's a movie about this, this guy who, um, he's just like a real, like dirty, not, no, okay. Not dirty. So he's a, he's a, he's a very, Earth loving, devil may care, uh, kind hearted hippie guy. And Paul Rudd plays that part so brilliant of this just like goof, aloof, uh, like this empty headed uh, um, granola muncher who just continuously gets screwed over in life because he's so nice and he's so naive that he just allows himself to be put in these bad situations. And uh, it's sort of him going through his three sisters and each of them not wanting to take care of him. They all feel like their life is being ruined by him when he's really just trying to do his best to help them out. And, you know, because he's pointing out the realities in their lives that they don't want to face, they resent him for it. But at the end, of, the, you know, like throughout the entire movie, all he's trying to do is just really better his life so he can be back with his dog, uh, Willie Nelson, who gets taken away from him when he gets, uh, when he gets a... a um, possession charge for uh trying uh giving marijuana to a police officer who comes up to him at the beginning of the movie and he's like hey man like i've been really bummed down my wife has been you know like it's been real hard between us or whatever and he's like oh, i'm so sorry and because like he's a genuinely really nice guy and he just wants to help him with his officers tricking him into selling him dope because they know that he sells dope um it's just a really good movie it's got a lot of um familiar faces and elizabeth banks is in it uh zoe de chanel Uh, Like I said, Paul Rudd, um, uh, Rashida Jones. um, It's really good. Uh, It's like one of those really good feel good kind of take a moment and and think about yourself and your situation kind of movie like, you know, maybe are you this person? Are you Paul Rudd's character? Or do you know a Paul Rudd character in your life? Are you mistreating them? Are you taking advantage of them? Should you be more like Paul Rudd's character, be more loving, be more caring, but also not allow yourself to be taken advantage of like him. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. It's just a really good movie. I definitely recommend it um, for you to check out. You should also check out Chronicle. Uh, Chronicle is an amazing film. Uh, The guy who did this later went on to make not such an amazing film, which was Fantastic Four reboot. Uh, There's a lot of people who argue that's not entirely on him. Uh, That might be on the studio's uh, involvement. But... uh, I'll just say Chronicle is really good. And it's something that he did that was really good. Chronicle is a story of these three friends who... uh, You have Michael B. Jordan, who's this uh, very popular student body president, Mr. Cool. Uh, And then you have uh, Dane DeHaan, who's a very lonely, uh, nerdy, uh, abused, broken kid. And then you have his cousin, uh, who is played by Alex Russell. And... It's the story of these three guys, these three friends who one day after a party, they find a a meteor that crashed through the ground and it created this sort of cave and they go down there and explore it. And it's a found footage movie, but it's done right. And um, Dane DeHaan, his character's uh, the one doing like all the uh, recording uh, because he starts, he buys a camera to like document uh, everything that's going on in his life. And... um, they find this thing and it they start like getting headaches and whatever and they wake out and then eventually they discover that it gave them superpowers. They go back to it and it's been like taken out it's been covered up by the government and stuff. Uh, but then the movie is just like them' trying to get a hold of their powers uh, and it kind of explores their relationship and it's a very like high school centric kind of uh, movie where it's like you know the typical coming of age kind of thing but it's really good because and I'm I'm going to get into a little bit of spoilers here. I'm not going to go super in depth into this movie because honestly I could do a whole episode on this and I might later on. Chronicles is really it's a really tough emotional movie because it's 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 a superhero movie but at the core depth of it like if you you know it's a, it's at its core it's an emotional movie about abuse and trauma and what it can do to a person's mentality and their mental health wrapped inside of a superhero movie, right? This kid, Dana Han's character, I believe his name is Andrew. He is, he's real broken because of the abuse that he faces from his dad. So when he gets these powers, he's sick of being pushed around, right? And eventually he he gets really good at using his powers way much than the other guys. And he, uh, which by the way, the powers are like telekinesis, um, I think it's mostly just how kinesis, but they learn to be able to like do flight because of it and stuff. He gets real good at these powers, and he's like, we should be using these to, like our advantage to to, to, to you know uh, like to fight back against these people who've been taking advantage of us or whatever. He ends up going bad, and him his cousin is the one that ends up having to take him down. But it's just such an emotionally driven movie because at its core center, it's about was Andrew really wrong? Well, yes, he did some horrific things, right? But they were all caused because of the abuse and trauma that was inflicted upon him. He was a broken person whose society failed, right? Nobody ever stepped up to really do anything. I mean, he had a support group, sure, but no one stopped the root cause of his problem. No one got him help. No one spoke to him about it. And that's on him, too, because he didn't want to speak to anyone about it. But it's sort of this tale of just... What abuse and trauma can do to a person now imagine if that person had this these extraordinary gifts what would they do how would they break and once they broke how horrendous would they be and it's really really good i really like the aspect of it being a found film footage movie um found footage film because it uh sort of makes it feel a tad bit more realistic so to speak and i really like that they they get around being able to use the cameras uh uh, in non first person view, by by making it that Andrew is con- is controlling them with his telekinesis, and it's really good. It's a really good movie. Really well acted. Really well done. Young Michael B. Jordan can't go wrong with that. Uh, Dane DeHaan, I love Dane DeHaan. I'm, I love Dane DeHaan. Yeah, I know. I know a lot of people don't. Uh, I'm gonna be one of those people that actually did like him in Amazing Spider Man too. I don't love. Everything that happened with his character in Amazing Spider-Man 2. But I like that he was in it because I like Dana Han. He's a good actor, I think. Uh, I think he's had some good roles and I think he's had some bad roles. Speaking of bad people with powers, uh, that transitions into my next uh, recommendation, which I just finished today as I'm recording this episode, but I was planning on talking about it anyway, uh, which is The Boys. I might even do an episode on this. The Boys is a... Amazon original series uh, based on an existing comic property. And it's the story of this world of superheroes where superheroes are basically corporations. They're completely controlled by a corporation. Their image, their brand, their actions, their names, their powers. And because they're controlled by these corporations and because they, they're basically not just invincible physically but as a symbol and as, as, uh, through their status uh they do horrible things oh man these they are just terrible terrible blokes these superheroes they you know they kill thousands of people every, every year because of you know casualties but they get away with it because it gets covered up they rape they sexually assault they do all these horrible things and uh, but they the public still sees them as these amazing grand figures and uh there's a group of guys i won't get too much into spoilers with this but there's a group of guys that aren't okay with that, and they set out to do something against it and fight back and expose this uh, corruption and this fraud, this scandal that's going on with America's symbols, which are these these soups, these heroes. And it's really, really good. It's so dark. It is. I don't recommend this for, any, for any, anybody under 16. I wouldn't say watch this. Uh, I, even 16, I would say, you know... Uh, they didn't hold back, Amazon didn't hold back at all, it's, it's definitely TVMA, um, there's blood, they don't shy away from the true violence and gore, there is sex, uh, there is, um, you know, sexual assault, uh, there's not any rape, which, uh, well, not, well, yes, technically, yes, there is, but not any, I don't know, nothing too graphic, but it is a graphic show, in terms of language, what is shown on screen in terms of violence, what's shown on screen in terms of sexuality. Um, but it's really, really good. If you wanna watch a show that's subverting the genre on its head, much like I much like I felt like Umbrella Academy did, then this is right up your alley. I really liked it because it was very much like Umbrella Academy vibes in terms of it's a much darker show. If you wanna break or you're looking for something a lot better than the lightheartedness that's found on CW, which I love the CW shows, but if you want something completely different, this is a show for you, pal. It's really good. A lot of these guys aren't like super known actors, which is a crazy thing, except for Carl Urban. But they're all really, really good. Um, the, The world around it feels real. It's very fleshed out and... Oh, man, it's so good. I don't want to get into specifics because, it, like, it's just barely premiered, but it's good. You've got to watch this show. You've got to watch this show if you're a comic book fan. Uh, if you're not a comic book fan, I would even say, yeah, check it out because it's a little different than, than the lightheartedness. That, well, it's a little different than what's normally being put out there in terms of, like, your Marvel and your CW shows and whatnot. Um, but that's what I got, folks. Uh, now let's get back to 37 Jump Street. No, wait, that's that's not right. That's not. That can't be right. Buddy cop movies, they're awesome, right? Except not all the time. More often than not, they're cheesy. They get it all wrong with pseudo-patriotism. But give Phil Lord and Chris Miller a buddy cop movie based on an 80s television series in which young-looking officers go undercover to stop crime within the American education system, and you throw Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill as leads, well, then you might have something on your hands. And that's exactly what we're talking about. 21, 22 Jump Street. Uh, All right, so we're just going to get into sort of a discussion on what we liked, uh, what we thought, whatever other tangents that come from it, and so be it. Uh, But first, Jesus, you want to tell me what the story of 21 Jump Street is? What was the story? What do you mean? Like, tell me what the movie's about.
1: Oh, it's just two friends. Well, not even friends. They start off hating each other, because one's an extreme jock, and the other one's a... a (coughs) I don't want to say nerd because he wasn't that smart, but like, he's a slim shady. Yeah. He's a not so slim shady. <laughs> and these, it just they start off, they come into, they start off like hating each other in high school. Then uh, high school is done. They both sign up for the police academy, mm-hmm. and one of them is not good at the learning part, and the other one's not good at the physical part. Yeah, and that's when they like team up. They help each other. They use each other's strength, and they become really good friends. Mm-hmm. And then all that they become police, and then the patrol park. Yeah. <laughs> And then from there they just what are they they oh they they mess up they they mm-hmm. arrest some guy and yeah. they get to read him his Miranda rights and then they get sent to the Jump Street, the Jump Division, Street yeah. program yeah with Ice Cube as their captain mm-hmm. and then from there they they get sent to high school and normally this happens but with undercover cops but. Yeah. One of them gets too into yeah, their one, into one their of them lifestyle. Gets way too into it, <laughs> yeah, and he starts like applying for college yeah. But like throughout the movie, he he falls in love with this girl, but he forgets that he like sidetracks yeah. from his mission. But they do end up busting it. But like throughout the movie, you can see their differences, and you can see how he's like more and more getting into it. Like there's one part when he's like, "I saw a college application on your <laughs> desk." And he, and he's like,
0: I don't know how long this is gonna last, dude. Eric is getting into Berkeley, and honestly, so could I. Yeah,
1: and I'm just like, that at the same that's like that's really good acting. I like how they did it. Yeah, but at the same time I'm just like,
0: I, like the entire time we were watching it, we were both like, oh my god, he's way too into this. <laughs> yeah, like,
1: he, he, he he's way in too deep. Yeah, but then they They shoot through the the boss's PP off. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, that's how Alright.
0: Yeah. So basically it's two 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 buddies. They go undercover to infiltrate a drug uh, system going on at this high school, mm-hmm. and shenanigans happens. All right. So just I just have a cu- couple bullet points here. We're just gonna talk about them. Um. Again. Don't 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 uh, wait for me to just like throw it to you. You can just interject at whatever point you want. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh. All right. So starting off, here's a fun fact. So Channing Tatum actually passed on the movie twice. So two times they asked him to do it, and he was like, "Nah." Until Jonah Hill was like, "Yo, you you gotta take this role." And then finally, Jonah Hill convinced him, and he did it. Mm-hmm. So it was almost not Channing Tatum, which I think is crazy because I think they work so well together that I can't imagine it not being them.
1: Because like Channing Tatum is like, you look at him, like, I, like yeah, he's a jock. Like mm-hmm.
0: he's, I just like I can't even. I don't even know who else they would have gotten. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I don't think I would have liked anybody else but Channing Tatum. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: just like people fit into the role like mm-hmm. Tom Holland and yeah. Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like he just like fits yeah. in.
0: Um, okay, so we were actually talking about this while we were watching the movie. But did you know that Jonah Hill slimmed down a lot for this? Mm-hmm. So I, w- I always wondered why he like lost weight. So he lost 40 pounds because him and Tatum were required to do like a lot of uh, physically demanding stunts for the film. And through like the training and whatnot off for that, he lost forty pounds, and so he got skinny because of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how far apart Superbad and uh,
0: Superbad was like two thousand seven, and, and then this was two thousand twelve. So
1: he because two thousand seven Jonah Hill for Superbad. Yeah. He was
0: well, even even I think the the like the couple of roles before this one, he was still pretty big. Yeah, because uh, he did that one where he's like the babysitter or whatever, and that was I want to say like two thousand ten or something.
1: Yeah, but it was good he lost weight yeah and then yeah. he gained
0: it again all of it for which move um war dogs he got really big for war dogs and, and then, for wolf of wall street and then lost it again and then for lost 22. it all yeah well and and now he's like super skinny yeah. well not super skinny but like compared to how he was it's yeah. crazy um
1: imagine that like actors like have you yeah. seen michael b jordan went for creed how like mm-hmm. he gets built. Yeah. Yeah. or christian bale who's yeah the one that he got like mm-hmm. extremely yeah. skinny yeah. Like dangerous, like yeah. skinny.
0: yeah, for the machinist, and then he did Batman right afterwards. And then he got built, yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Um, I I really like the <laughs> at the beginning of the movie when they have like the really stupid like cheesy haircuts. I thought those were so funny because because <laughs> yeah. Jonah Hill has like the slim shady looking, and <laughs> 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 Jenny Tatum has this shady. like has this like long like mullet hair. I I thought it was so funny because like obviously. You like you look at it, and you're like, well, it's obviously not their hair, but at the same time, you're like, it kind of fits these characters. Like yeah. they would have that in high school,
1: especially the Schmidt one. Yeah, yeah Jonah Hill's hair, <laughs> those baggy ass <laughs> jeans. Yeah,
0: um, I really like the theme in this. The like the main theme uh, of this movie, like when it plays, the like da na na. You know what I'm talking about? Mm. Like the movie. You know what I'm talking about? The song, which yeah, song? like the main movie theme of this movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like it. Mm-hmm. I think it's really good. Um, I really like the park montage because I think that's a really good introduction to the characters because not only does it let you see that, yeah, these two, like they're dumb, <laughs> they're dumbasses and they're goofballs, but they're also like they work perfectly together. And I think that just that little park scene mm-hmm. is a really good introduction to, to kind of their dynamic and, and how well they you kind of see like who is who in the thing, but also there's how they connect or, and interact with each other. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think?
1: I, I, just, I like it. Like it's funny too. I, I really I, like I, that. I, I think it's I funny. I find it so funny and like cool that like it's a a really athletic person. Yeah. And in him, but like they fit together yeah, really yeah. good. they <laughs> like it's it's
0: really cliche, but I think it's it's a little different. You know yeah. I mean? Um. I also like the the hint at the beginning of the movie where uh, Johnny Depp's character who, like, the first time I watched it, I didn't realize that was Johnny Depp until the end of the movie. Like, I, I remember I, watching it, and then at the end, he, like, pulls off the makeup. I was like, oh, shit, man, that was Johnny Depp the yeah. whole time? And now now I watch it, and I'm like, well, yeah, it's obviously Johnny Depp because it kind of sounds like him. Mm-hmm. But I like how at the beginning, he, he's like, if those boys are cops, I'm DEA. And then everybody laughs, but then at the end of the movie, he yeah. turns out to be DEA. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love the beat your dick off quote. Yeah. He's like, I'm gonna beat your dick off. He's like, what? He's like, I'm like, Take both my hands. I'm gonna beat your dick off. He's and then like, he's
1: like, "You're gonna beat my dick." And then he's like, "I think what he's trying to say is he's, he's gonna, gonna, gonna beat punch, your dick so he's gonna,
0: hard. He's it's gonna, gonna, gonna punch fall you off. in the dick so hard it's gonna fall <laughs> yeah. off." Um, yeah, it's it's. I like that quote because it's like an example of these. Mo- Jonah Hill was a writer for this one. He was a he was a writer for this first one, but they're they've they've got really juvenile dialogue in them, like very like oh, middle middle school, like high school kind of like talk. But I think it's funny. It's not like cheesy and stupid like other movies. Yeah. Like you go watch like your, I don't know, your disaster movie or stuff like that. And it's like fart jokes, everything. But even if they did a fart joke in this, it's it's so well written that it yeah. works, you know? Um,
1: I haven't gotten to see a, a movie like where Jonah Hill's like a serious character. Mm-hmm. I've watched them in Bat, and then I've watched them in 21 Jump Street. But I've never yeah. seen him like as a serious character.
0: Um, He directed a movie... It's on Prime. I, it's on my list called uh, "Mid 90s I've heard it's really good. Oh, I gotta yeah. go watch that. Yeah, um, I really like Ice Cube's character in this. In, oh, in both of them, I've, he's so over the top. Like he's he's a very like stereotypical character, but it works. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like it's not like it's I don't know. They br- they explain why you know because the because immediately he's like I know what you're thinking. I'm a black sassy captain. He's like you know what? Yeah, I'm black. And sometimes I get mad, okay? <laughs> so suck a dick. <laughs> so suck a dick. Yeah. Um and I like that he's he's basically the same character as as the guy from Ride Along, but I like him a lot more in this and I didn't I like Ride Along, but there are points that when I watch that movie and I'm like, "Oh my god. Ice Cube's character is just like way too much in this. Like he's yeah. such a prick." And it's like basically the same character from Jump Street, but I think he's a lot better in this cuz I don't know, maybe it's just cuz he's he like it makes more sense for him to act the way that he acts cuz he's in charge.
1: Yeah. Well, I just, I feel for me, I feel like, yeah, he has to change once in a while, but I feel like Ice Cube, his character is just Ice yeah. Cube in person. Like, yeah. he, what did he start off as a gangster mm-hmm. then he made music. I just feel like he's just himself. Mm-hmm. Most, most of the time he just puts like his personal stuff into the role, but uh, I, sometimes he's got to change like for interviews and stuff, but mm-hmm. I feel like he's just being him.
0: Yeah, no, but I just really like him in this. I thought, yeah, it, 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 he's, he's, he's so funny. Um, so here's another bit of trivia so when when uh, Schmidt and Janko go undercover they're given the last name of McQuaid mm-hmm. and that's the the last name that was used by Johnny Depp and the other guy when in the show when they went undercover so it's like yeah. the same last name that they used so it's like a last name that's stuck with a program mm-hmm. um <laughs> we were talking about this while we were watching the one strap scene oh. He's like, you got to one strap it. Everybody one straps. And
1: I was like, you imagine me and that loser with a one strap backpack. <laughs> and I was
0: telling ASUS, I was like, yeah, I, I had a, a one strap backpack in like sixth grade. It was like a messenger bag,
1: a Jordan one. Don't you forget, and it was
0: an French. Air Jordan. It was fresh as hell. And then, he, what are you telling me?
1: Uh, it's because I, so I had one too. I didn't want to admit. It. I was like, I had, I had one too, and it was, I was my growing up, my family wasn't like we didn't have, really have money. So I got.
0: Okay, dude, don't make it about this. Just tell the story. <laughs>
1: yeah, I, I had a crappy one. Like, it, it was just. I got one from, like, Sears, I think. And, like, my second time wearing it, mm. friggin' it just snapped. Like, that one band just snapped. So you just see me carrying the backpack in front of my stove. Just wa- walking to class. I had to wait a while. Until so I got funny. a new backpack.
0: <laughs> um, do you know who Jake Johnson is? He's the principal in this. Uh, I don't know. He's, uh, mm-hmm. he's Peter B. Parker in Spider Verse. Yeah, yeah, and he's also. if uh, you ever seen the show New Girl? He's in that. He's really good. He's only in it for like one scene. The principal. I mean, he shows up when he expels them, yeah. but he only has like one really good scene. When he tells them, that he, he, yeah, he's like, he's like, to my again. yeah, he's like, you punched. I really like his dialogue in that, and he does it like I feel like that role was like perfect for him. <laughs> he's like black kid, and not it's even not even second, second period. period. And then he's like, guys, a kid died like um two weeks ago, and no one's doing anything, not even me. That's weird. <laughs> Yeah, he's really good. I like him. He's a, he's a funny. He's a he's a. I think he's a funny character actor because he's always like these kind of like devil may care kind of slobby kind of characters, but he does them really good. <laughs> is he
1: the one in a? I don't think he is. But is Jurassic
0: he? Park or Jurassic World?
1: I think no. I was thinking. Um, what is that one with Ice Cube too? School fight or?
0: Oh. Oh, oh, oh I know what you're talking about. You're talking about uh, Fist fight. Fist fight. Yeah, that is him. Is that him?
1: Uh. What'd you say his name was?
0: Oh no, that's Charlie Day. Oh yeah, yeah. They... But they look similar. Uh, no, yeah, I, I'm talking about Jake Johnson. Charlie Day's a funny guy too. Is it?
1: No, no, Charlie Day's not in Spider. I think he is. Isn't he in Spider Verse too? No, he no. isn't. No, no. Never. Jake Johnson is. Yeah.
0: Uh okay. Um, I, I, the drama teacher is so weird. Yeah. But but it's like a good weird. You know what I mean? He's like such a fucking weirdo that it's care. funny. Like, like he... I love when he's like. One time I was doing like it, you can just barely hear in the background. But he's like, I was doing cocaine with Willie Nelson's horse. Yeah, and, and then, then I found, Yeah,
1: <laughs> I found that she was dead. it. <laughs>
0: okay. When he's like, "Do you have a little Peter in you?" Because I feel like you have a little Peter in you. <laughs> um. Yeah, Lord and Miller, the the directors of this, they're really good at, and I like I noticed that as I watched all these scenes, they're really good at comedic dialogue. So they directed this, uh, the first Lego movie. Uh, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs which I love it's like one of my favorite animated movies but they're really good at this like comedic uh, writing that isn't like over the top and and like cheesy also because they weren't technically script writers but they did revise the script for this um, they also do a lot of improv and I think you, you were asking me if you were like yo. If, what, if, I think it was in the second one yeah. but you were like hey did they improv this and I was like yeah they do a lot of improv they were actually supposed to direct the Han Solo movie Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were signed on, and apparently the guy who played Han Solo in that he didn't like that they were doing a lot of improv, and he went and told the studio, and the studio fired them. Really? And they got Ron Howard, and it was an all right movie, but I think it could have been a really funny, good movie if they if he hadn't been a little <laughs> yeah a little baby about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Dave Franco was so good in this; I yeah. think he's just perfect. I, just I think, think Dave it's Franco's. A, I love a great Dave actor. Franco. Yeah. He's. Have you seen The Disaster Artist? Uh uh-uh. uh It's like the story about the room, the really weird. Uh, movie with a guy who like comes in he's like I did not hit her I did not oh hi Mark you ever seen that
1: that's the one where they're making a movie now yeah 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 Yeah. so in they the so
0: it's the movie about them making the movie yeah yeah, yeah. um I he's really good in that him and James Franco are both in that
1: I I don't like the second one I don't like to say like I'm a big fan of the movie but I enjoyed it he's really good in um the the one where I forget what it's called the one about magic
0: Oh, uh, now you see me. Yeah, yeah, he's really good he, in that too. Is. I really like him. Mm-hmm. No, he's a really good. He's a really good actor. He was in Superbad. I didn't know he was in Superbad. He
1: is. Yeah, I'll show you Watch. But he's also in. Uh, I like his role in uh, Neighbors. Yeah, neighbors. I really like yeah. him in, in the Neighbors. Um, yeah, he's really. He's funny. I just like. I like. The, 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 he, he's this kid. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I seen in the soccer scene. He's yeah. like, "Wait, uh, why don't you start particip- or something?" He, and he's like, "Why don't you shut?" The-? But um, uh, yeah, yeah. He's like,
0: "What the?" He's like, "What the fuck, Evan? We're down two points. Fucking calm down, Greg. It's soccer. It's soccer. Fuck you, man. Hey, Greg. Why don't you go piss your pants again? That was like eight years ago, <laughs> asshole." <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I, I just, I in this movie I love the fact that he's like one of the drug dealers. He's, mm-hmm. but he's a like, he's so soft. Well, <laughs> he's so
0: he's such a soft fucking like.
1: I feel like that's. Pos- yeah. like, I just.
0: We were we were talking about this. Like he the shit he says is so weird. But if it was anybody else other than Dave Franco, I don't think I would have yeah. believed it as much. I like the. But he's got like, like a weird. We douchey- about the, dish <laughs>
1: Uh, I mean, oh yeah my yeah yeah so there's mommy. there's a
0: scene and i and i think i've put it on here where i um they're going to eric's house and he's like yo so your parents are just uh, schmidt <laughs> he's like your parents are just cool with us being here he's like yeah they don't really care he's like dude you're so lucky your parents don't love you and he's like ha <laughs> yeah and he gets like super sad for just like a second and you see it on his face and it's so good
1: uh, it, like the small di- like when, uh, at the final climax scene, when, yeah, he's the, like, when the girl's like, Are you gonna help me? and he's just in the, in the limb,
0: like, <laughs> <laughs> He's just like such a little baby, like awkward granola munching, like hipster teen, yeah. but he does it so. I, 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 I honestly think this was like his perfect, like, they perfectly casted him as it. Like, he's just such a douchey, privileged, yeah, like, but, white kid, but he, he's like
1: that. But he's like, also the kid that you would be like, yeah, yeah, like yo, this douchey. dude's chill. He's like, you like, oh he's like privileged, but like I kinda, kinda wanna hang out with him. Yeah, yeah. I kinda wanna hang out with him. Yeah. Weird I, I, as <laughs> when
0: he's singing the song at, when they're all hanging out. Oh he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Mother yeah. Earth is dying, the rain is a f- is that bitch crying? Yeah, I, I
1: like the like oh <laughs> he never like starts like he's like uh, like the the under climax scene is like I was supposed to go to Berkeley.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't go to I can't go to prison. Do <laughs> you know what happens to guys like me in prison? It rhymes with grape, man. It rhymes with grape. He's so good in this. He's so good. Um, in the second one, too, he just continues. Yeah, He's yeah, like, yeah. I was supposed to go to Berkeley, man. <laughs> I was supposed man. to go to Berkeley, man. Uh, the drug phases, I think, are so funny in this. Because, like, all the different phases. like yeah, That like, whole montage, yeah. I really like it. But it's also, like, if you've watched their other stuff, Lord and Miller, it's it's really them, which is, like, this weird, like, neon fucking neon, like, Mashed in like cutouts and stuff of like super weird psychedelic like ecstasy looking sh- like mm-hmm. they do that in Clad with the Chance of Meatballs too, and I really like it. Like it's it's their style and like, I really like that.
1: I think this is the second one where when the the part where they're like, they like yeah the two separate yeah, they have yeah. Two separate sides, yeah. That, that side that's so funny. Um, <laughs> I love the, no is it. Yeah, it's Vietnamese. Vietnamese Jesus is the second one. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: I love uh, the whiteboard scene where, like, you think uh, oh, Channing like, Tatum's like up. actually doing the math, and you're like, "Yo!" And then he turns around and it's then just the fours, four. and he's, he's like, like, "Fuck you, science!" Yeah. <laughs> is that in the first? That's the, <laughs> that's se- in the yeah, first yeah, one. Yeah. That's in the first yeah, one. Yeah.
1: That's one. Uh, what's her name? Is the teacher? She though Ellie she's, Camper? She's beautiful.
0: Yeah. Uh, did you? Uh, As did, you said
1: in your last one, I would do anything to get her to fall in love
0: with me. <laughs> uh, Jonah Hill actually wrote the part of Captain Dixon with Ice Cube in mind. Really? Yeah. That's... So he, the, while he was writing, he was like, I want Ice Cube to be in. I feel this. like
1: that's, like, when you're a director, as mm-hmm. was like, I feel like you would know because you've made short films. Mm-hmm. Like, you write... Yeah, person? no, no, no. You yeah. write
0: characters based on people you know. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, and it and it works out when those people do it. Yeah. Um, except for you because you, you suck ass. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, pe- do you know who JK Simmons is? I do not. He was uh he was um he was J Jonah Jameson in the original Spider-Man movies and he came back in that end credit scene in Far From Home.
1: the original Sp- the one with Tobey Maguire. Yeah.
0: He was he's the newspaper guy, his boss.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I know yeah. who that is.
0: So, he was on the Howard Stern show, which is a radio show, and he was talking about how he uh was considered for Deputy Chief Hardy so they're like main boss at the beginning of the movie.
1: Yeah, instead of what's Nick Offerman, yeah, yeah, the one from so, Trailer Park Boys, right?
0: Yeah, and well, he's also from Parks and Rec.
1: Oh no, it is Parks and Rec, not yeah, Trailer Park I've Boys. Yeah, I've never seen Trailer Park Boys. Cameron always requested, but,
0: um, but uh, he couldn't do because of scheduling. But he always said that, like, once he finally watched the movie, he was like, "That's the one that I was like, oh, I would have loved to to have done that." Because yeah. uh, he th- he thinks it's so funny, and I think I I. I don't think anybody. I really like Nick Offerman. I think they, even though he's barely in it, I think he was a really good choice for the like captain. In the second one, he's like, yeah.
1: it was similar to the first case, exactly, exactly the, the same. same. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, did you know that Schmidt's first name is Morton and uh, Janko's first name is Greg?
1: And like their real characters? No, no, no.
0: The, like their no, no, no. Yeah, like the real the characters' first name. Like yeah, Schmidt's first name is Morton because
1: their fake ones is Brad and Doug. Right? Yeah,
0: but you you only hear Morton in the first one. I think his parents say it when when, when they come when, move when in with when they them. first come move in. They say because that like yesterday was the first time I noticed it, mm-hmm. and I was like Morton. What the fuck? He has such a loser name. Morton Schmidt. Greg Janko. Um. The uh. I like the explosion joke like because the entire time they're like yo oh my god it's gonna explode and then like does all these dramatic zooms in and whatnot, and then it doesn't explode oh, and yeah. then they, the guy shoots the the oil, oil tank. tanker and it just says oil and fuel and then Flammable. yeah and then he like his bike sparks and you're like oh my god and then like it zooms out on the bridge and then nothing and then it's just a chicken truck yeah, he
1: crashes into a truck of chicken and then like <laughs> it just uh, blows up Chattanoid and like that's what exploded
0: I like that suit up scene when they're getting ready for prom, for prom yeah, yeah, I think I, that's like one of my favorite. Yeah, scenes I love that ever. scene
1: just because I I didn't get to, but I wanted to wear white a wipe for, uh, suit of prom. Yeah, so it's bad. just,
0: and I love when they pull up in the limo, the limo and with then the, the doves, yeah, and then he just chucks the fucking box back, yeah, and the box just says doves. Yeah. <laughs> it's got fucking air holes in it. Yeah, um, I yeah, I really like that they brought back Johnny Depp for this, and I think it was really cool that they they not only brought him back, but like he was his original character mm-hmm. instead of just being like oh yeah those those movies don't exist because i always whenever they make a reboot of something i'm like just make it like based in that universe and just bring the old characters back for cameos so, like you don't some, have
1: to completely undo it yeah some some sometimes when they bring an old character like they give them a different part completely like yeah the, like like the uh, ghostbusters movie yeah, the new one yeah and then like uh have you seen hulk when like the original hulk is like the male yeah one? i
0: think yeah he's the no, the
1: chief of he's police, the, the police. No, he's the security officer. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's the original one. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh-huh. I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I like that he was like, yeah, we were also jump shoot. Like, I was like, cool. I mean, yeah. they die. Yeah. And that sucks. Because I they remember the first time watching it, I was like,
1: you know, they just killed him? Yeah. They, just,
0: they just introduced him. Yeah, they shoot him right through the fucking <laughs> yeah. neck. Um, I, don't, I don't know. Overall, I think the first one is a really, just really good buddy movie mm-hmm. about, like, getting past, like, insecurities. Uh, And having someone to depend on. And then, like, sort of, like, the importance of communication. And I like how
1: sometimes you can relate to them. Yeah, yeah. Especially uh, in the first one with, like, Schmidt beginning... That you come into high school, you're insecure for everything. Yeah, thing. yeah. Uh, I,
0: uh, I love his, his little prayer scene. That's yeah, yeah, So funny. He's Dude, like, um, Korean, Korean Jesus. Korean Jesus he's this like, time. He's like, Yo, Korean Jesus, I'm really scared. The first time it was really hard for me. And he's like, I just don't want to mess it up again. And then the end comes the up. The end? Is that a good. I don't yeah. know how to end it. The and end? Yeah, the sure. Like, Yo,
1: <laughs> leave Korean Jesus alone. He got other shit to take care of. He got <laughs> Korean problems.
0: <laughs> but yeah, now you were saying, Yeah, you relate to him. Because I yeah. remember going to high school. I was like, I was terrified. So scared.
1: Well, coming in over there i was palmed out i was not i don't know it wasn't like scary. but coming here was because i started high school here like as i started as i got i moved to utah and started high school so it was not just a new school it was a new state i was terrified i was like so i I just you got jumped yeah i I went to the i went to the highway and i was like korean jesus
0: (laughs) (laughs) um yeah i don't know overall yeah it's like a really good movie about like the importance of communication and like relationships and that sometimes you have every right to be sketched out by PE teachers because they're probably drug lords. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Archer, my yeah. middle school PE teacher, he's probably <laughs> the, dealing drugs, dude. The guy with the, the bikes. Yeah, the badminton club. The badminton yeah, yeah, yeah. club. Yeah, he had he had fucking cocaine in the rackets.
1: <laughs> yeah, the little birdie that. <laughs> the little birdie. Colored, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: okay. Uh, second one. Uh, basically, uh, I'll do the story for this one. Basically, it's the same thing as the. It's exactly, exactly the, same the same as the same. first one. Yeah. Uh, no. So they make the whole joke throughout the entire thing of the second one where they're like, this is just like the first one. It's everything the same, but it isn't right. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're going to college instead of high school this time, but it's not as easy. Cause like college kids aren't dumb and they, they, they like the entire time everybody's like, are you guys cops? Like, I swear you guys are cops. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this time there's a bit of a twist. Um, but yeah, they, they infiltrate a school to try to find these dealers, um, but yeah, it's a little bit different because there's a twist. And the twist is, and we'll get to the twist. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert. Spoiler <laughs> alert. You haven't <laughs> <one of>
1: watched <laughs> the movie that came out in like 2004? I always
0: hate when people are like, spoilers. I'm like, yo, that movie came out like 15 years ago. Like, if you haven't seen it. I, I don't hate ever. it,
1: but at the same time, like, I appreciate it from. Have you seen Watch Mojo? Yeah. Yeah, they always do their like. Yeah. Spoiler uh, Spoiler alert. Is spoilers included.
0: for a movie that came out yeah. in 1910.
1: But then there's people that are like, Oh, I haven't watched Endgame, and it's been out for, like, what? How long? A couple months now. came out in April. Yeah, and people are like, I haven't watched it. I was like, that's Dude, your that's fault. Dude, that's your fault. That's on you. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, I like at the beginning how they're, like, previously on, and it's, like, almost like a opening of, like, a TV show, because mm-hmm. this was based on a TV show, yeah. so I thought that was really cool. I like how they added the lobster scene, because you were like, yo, that wasn't in the yeah, first yeah. one. I was like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> they were just trying to play it off like it was. Um... I, so uh, do you know who Kurt Russell is?
1: Kurt Russell, I've heard of him, but I—he's I...
0: uh, you seen Guardians too, right? Yeah. He's Star Star Lord's dad, one with the beard, right? Yeah.
1: He, what I've seen him in another movie.
0: Uh, he's in Fast and the Furious. Yeah, he's um the Man in the, Black. Yeah. yeah. Um, so his son is Zook mm-hmm. I didn't know that was his son. Really? Yeah, that's his son. I had no idea. I didn't even see. It. I mean, now I now I see it, and I'm like, oh, he kind of does look like him, but uh, his his name's Wyatt Russell. He actually good actor. Yeah, he's pretty yeah. good. He, he turned his down part good. Yeah, he turned down a, 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 the chance to be in Hunger Games to be in this instead.
1: Really? That's Yeah. I, which Hunger Games? The first one is a great movie. I like uh, the first one.
0: But I bet it probably I don't know. I would have chosen okay. this too cuz it's funny. This yeah. is fun. I bet this was fun. And he had like a supporting role.
1: Yeah, I feel like he could have pulled off uh, Have you seen the first one? I forget the the main the main villain's name at the end. The one that gets pushed into the dogs.
0: Ooh, I do forget his name but I, I think am like talking about maybe that's what they done. would have cast yeah. him so, yeah. but he's, um,
1: he's a great He, I've never really seen him in another movie I don't think I've seen him in another a... movie
0: um, the Mexican cartel scene is so funny
1: the Mexican Wolverine yeah. yeah
0: it's funny to me because like Janko's accent is not even Latino like it's not yeah. Mexican he sounds like he's Swedish he's like oh we were out there with that. <laughs> the the iconic <laughs> what about him why ain't he talking
1: yeah, I like how um, I don't know why this scene always gets me when they're in the they're in the they're in the car getting ready to yeah. go outside, and then he's like, I need I'm gonna need complete sides. What is it to fall into role uh, to get into character? Yeah, and, he's and, like, like, and then he's like, but I'm gonna need absolute sides, and then he just keeps, uh, uh, it'll be like this: you, you be Jonah. Okay, you got to you have to say it first.
0: I need absolute science to get into character. I don't think you really. Need I need to... absolute silence to get into character. I don't think you. I need absolute science to get into character. And then he gives him a pause, <laughs> like, but uh, and then he just does it again. Um, I don't know why that
1: scene is just lo- so funny. I, that scene
0: is so funny. Yo, sleepy. Yeah. Yo, what a fool. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about. No, everybody says Sleepy. He like the
1: Mexican Wolverine. (laughs) I found the the twist. is so funny how, like, they pull up to the cartels and everyone's like, dang, they're they're dealing drugs, but they're dealing exotic animals. Yeah, (laughs) like his little little thug walk, his little... Yeah, the little limp. I (laughs) came out of the bathroom doing it, and then it happened. Um, Um, uh, It's so funny. And then Channing, like, it's small. What what I like about this movie is you got to really, like, Focus on it because there's like small stuff that you'll miss, yeah. And there's like when they get into the truck and they start driving, and you see like a little small shot of an iguana walking. He's like, yeah. It's a fucking dragon, <laughs> 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 it inked in my mouth. And then they, they get to the no, they get to the uh, off, uh, the freaking octopus latches onto yeah. the neck.
0: He's like, Is that a hickey? He's like, Uh, no, it's actually the octopus grabbed me with its arm, one of its arms, and it has eight tentacles." <laughs> That. <laughs> he's so funny um, but yeah that's my next point Is I think Nick Offerman is so good in this he's way better in this than the first one because he yeah. has a little bit more of a mm-hmm. role because uh, he got like way more famous in between them um, I like how he goes on the whole thing about sequels like his metaphor for sequels and marriage where he's like well you'll get roped into it expecting the same thing and then you quickly realize it's not as good as the original and people are uncreative and, and then
1: he pauses like <laughs> I'm getting a divorce <laughs> oh
0: i'm so sorry don't be um i love that i laugh so hard when when he they get to college and, and like schmidt's trying to get the drug like the same way that he did in high school and he's like yo do you know where i can get wi-fi or uh, what is it work hard yes play hard yes and he's like do you know where i can get work hard yes play hard yes and then the guy's like yeah, why Wi-Fi? don't you walk down to the fucking police station? You fucking narc. And he's like, "Whoa, what?" He's like, "I'm not a narc." He's like, "You still have your badge on." And then he checks. He's like, "Oh my god, did you really just check for a fucking badge? You're such a fucking narc." <laughs> <laughs> and then they meet up. <coughs> they meet up, and he's like, "Yo, so I just heard you can get Wi-Fi on this campus 24/7." And he's like, "Wait, do you think they're talking about Wi-Fi the drug or Wi-Fi the internet?" And he's like,
1: "Shit." <laughs> I, I like the the twins, the Yangs. The, the Yangs, they're, they're funny. They're so funny. Uh, Koshi and what's his brother? The and yeah, they I don't know why it just reminded <laughs> me of them.
0: Um, I love the when they go visit um, Eric and uh, the teacher Rob Lowe and in, in in jail in, in jail. Yeah. Um, or Rob, not Rob Lowe, Rob Diggle or something. I don't yeah. Know. Uh, but uh, my favorite part is that he's, when he's like making fun of him, the teacher. He's like <laughs> yeah, and then he's yeah. like he's like Eric, Eric, close your eyes. <laughs> who who is this?
1: And, he, yeah, and he's, he's like, like That Schmidt being a bitch Schmidt being a bitch <laughs> And then that, That's the iconic scene When he's in jail And they're like talking to him He's like I was, I was supposed to, to go to, to, to Berkeley, Berkeley.
0: <laughs> Cause he's like Yo He's like sorry about Shooting your dick I was like Don't worry about it dude They, they, they gave me a, me a vagina And <laughs> he's like vaginas doesn't fucking work man and he's like
1: it worked for you last night and then, i like how he's like makes, he made he made me uncomfortable from this he's like i'm eric's bitch ain't that right eric and he's like no you're not <laughs>
0: and he's like you're clearly forcing eric into this relationship
1: and then he's like eric am i forcing you into anything yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's so good um I like the I like the drug bit because that that was so funny when <laughs> they start drilling all the fucking holes. Oh yeah, no. they set up like seventy five cameras yeah, in one he, room, and then like
1: he, it just cuts to a scene of uh, Channing Tatum drilling holes, yeah. and then like little like you can barely hear it, But he's like, "I'm out camera. like, yeah. like, of cameras," like, <laughs> and then he drills the last one. He's like, "Yo, I don't have any cameras," and then he drills the last one. He's like, "All right, that's the perfect hole." He's like, "Oh, that's good, but I don't have any cameras." <laughs> I told you five times.
0: <laughs> and then like, it's the little stuff like that that I like because <laughs> it look makes in the back
1: and they're just cameras, yeah, there's cameras everywhere. everywhere.
0: And then you look at the screen and they're looking at camera 11.
1: Yeah, I'm just like, how many more? Yeah,
0: exactly.
1: And they like, they put them all in all one in room. All in one room, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I like uh, the frat. We, we were talking about uh, this. You wanted to talk about this, the frat life aspect. Because yeah. um, for me, I've, I, I haven't I have really been around frats um, uh, that much. There's some frats at the school that I go to. Uh, but I feel like the frats... That my school are a little different than other schools, and we were talking about whether or not we would want to do that because you know movies and stuff they make it seem like it's constant party, mm-hmm. and from what I've heard it's not. I mean they do party, but like the frats in my school they do like community service and stuff. Yeah. And you were like, "Yo, would you do? A, would you be in a frat?" And I was like, "Nah, like I'm just cool with just chilling with my homies. Like I don't need to pay to, I don't want to pay to have homies." Frats are and I know that you make like frats like frat dudes be friends for life. Yeah. You know What I mean. But then I don't want to keep paying to them after I graduate because that's how they get their money is from alumni. I don't know if you knew that. Really? Yeah. So once you pledge to a, a a frat, you pledge for life basically. So after you graduate, you're like always giving them money to help like support the next generation. Uh-huh. Also, I don't fucking die of alcohol poisoning. Like a ton of people die from alcohol poisoning yeah. from pledging to frats. And All I know right. you don't always have to drink, but like I don't know. Would you? Would you be in a frat?
1: I have my. I, mean, I would do to get accounts. to get girls. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's part of the reason because like. <sighs> I don't know. I like to party. I'm not. I don't like to drink heavily or anything. Mm-hmm. I like to party though, but I don't think I can, like those parties. Like, I, well, even
0: like Channing Tatum, he thought he wanted that in in the movie, and, and then, then by like, the end of it, he's like, "Fuck!" It. he's like, yeah, "This is it every night, bro." And he's like,
1: <sighs> "Yeah." Like, I, I feel like it's fun, but. It gets old. I, yeah. I, know, I just want to live that, like, lifestyle where, like, I'm chilling, I do my stuff. I think a good
0: mix is good. Yeah, like... like Go to the frat parties, but don't be in a frat. Yeah, that's, that's, that's... Be friends with the frat dudes, but don't be in the frat. Yeah, that's yeah. probably the best bet. Um, <laughs> I love when Schmidt is watching him work
1: out with the other dude. And he and texts he's him, he's crying. like, you around? <laughs> and he's crying <laughs> so hard. He, was he eating ice cream? No, he was just, like, on his computer. And he has, like... I think what made him more adorable was, like... he It's that little stereotypical, like... Kid, he he has a little odd future yeah. hoodie, and he's just like, like crying, and he texts him. He's like, uh, "Are you around?" And then he like, he, he has all the cameras in the room, so you see him like, he's like, he ignores the text and he just puts it in his phone, and he just like freaking throws his phone and starts crying again. It's so sad, but like,
0: and then somebody knocks, and he's like, "I'm in here having sex with a human woman." Like,
1: there's a sock. Se- there's a sock on the door.
0: Um. Okay, so this is the twist we were talking about. So they they go to. To therapy with the psychologist or whatever uh, to like do couples therapy because they're trying to steal a file and the psychologist finds them mm-hmm. and then they're like, Oh, yeah, we're here for couples therapy. And he's telling them that like they might be embedding, and then he explains what embedding is, and that's when you latch on to the first information that's given to you, even though there's other contradictory facts. So I could tell you right now, Oh, uh, I think somebody, somebody robbed a liquor store, and the man was I think he was Asian. And then you just uh, you latch onto that even though everything else says he wasn't Asian. Maybe he was Mexican and mm-hmm. he was five four, And I'm saying he's a six-foot Asian. Mm-hmm. But because I gave you that information, you're like, okay, I'm looking for a six-foot yeah. Asian. So that was, I think it was a really good twist. Because the entire time they were like, it's the same as the first one. It's the same as the first yeah. one. But then, because the whole time the first one, it was about the the dealer's not being the victims, but in this, the victim was the dealer. Yeah, She was the one dealing it, and she, and, and she died, or she was probably killed by the girl who was actually selling the drugs, which was a roommate. Like, I just thought about that. Because mm-hmm. she fell out the window from from a room, because she was high, but what if the girl killed her?
1: Yeah. You
0: know what I mean? Anyway. Yeah. But, yeah, it's revealed that the whole time they thought it was a Zook guy, Zook was just buying the drugs. He wasn't dealing them. Yeah. Um, and it's revealed that it's a really fat, <laughs> annoying, the annoying roommate.
1: Yeah, she... She reminds me of the girl from... Pitch Perfect. Fat Amy? I don't like him. both. I don't like Rebel Wilson.
0: Yeah. I I'm, I don't have anything against her personally. I just don't like her style of acting. I think she's so annoying. Rebel Wilson, Fat Amy. Because mm-hmm. every movie she's in, she's like, Oh my God, look at me, I'm fat. And it's like, you don't have to do that, bud. Like, you don't gotta do that. Um, I love the... Uh, <laughs> when they go into the library... And he's like, because it's a callback to the first one, right? Because in the first one, they almost get caught in the mm-hmm. car. And he's like, yo, pretend to be giving me a blowjob. And then this time, it's flipped around. Now it's Janko pretending to be giving uh, Schmidt a blowjob. Yeah. And the guy comes around the corner. And he's like, yo, dude, you're interrupting the best blowjob of my life. And then he's like, oh, don't worry. It's just two faggots over here. And, and then, he then he gets did, up. He's, yeah, like, he's like, what did you, did you just say? say? It's he's like, 2014. It's 20, you can't call people faggots. You can call them gay. Maybe you can call them queer if you're friends with them. And they're a really cool person.
1: Yeah, but I'm not I'm not in the mo- I don't know. And then he's just like, oh, he's my. like, and then I'm what's his name is in the background. What, did he, what does Schmidt say? He's like, uh-huh. he says something and then it pisses off Janko. And uh, Janko's yeah. like, for once, can you just let me? Yeah. Uh, and, he's, and he's like, for once, can you use your head? He's like, you want me to use my head? And then headbutts yeah. the guy.
0: <laughs> I like when he's like, I'm your best nightmare. No way. I'm, I'm your worst
1: nightmare. <laughs> I, I like the, the scene right before they go into the library. It's like a, another schmo scene that he hmm. barely, but he's like, where were they? The book place instead of the library.
0: <laughs> Where do kids get books from? The book place, the library. Did you just say the book place? Um, I like how, oh, my favorite thing was like how Ice Cube, even though he got shot in the foot and he's injured, he's so, like, he's still so damn sassy the entire time. Like, she's like, keep moving. He's like, uh uh-uh, uh, I got shot in the foot. I'm gonna take my time. He's like, you can push me all you want, bitch. I'm walking out my want. I got shot in the foot.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah.
0: the entire time he's still so sassy as hell. The did you try to kiss me
1: when they're like mid fight
0: and she's like, wait whoa 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 were you trying to kiss me no I don't want to kiss you whoa are we gonna are we gonna have sex no what and hey <laughs> Sue leans over to me before it starts and he's like, yo this is us and then I was like what and then they got to the were you trying to kiss me I thought we were trying to fight. <laughs> because we always, we that always do joke. that yeah like yeah. one of us will go in for the kiss and then the other goes in for the punch because we've been married for four years yeah. so I think it's fine
1: fifth kid on the way
0: fifth kid on the way you're pregnant with a fifth yeah, yeah it's crazy
1: Herald.
0: where did you get your start
1: Vine
0: oh okay um, uh, This the spring break scene in Puerto Mexico which was actually filmed in Puerto Rico really yeah, yeah. I thought it was going to be like Puerto, Puerto Vallarta R-R-P- or yeah. Cancun or something but it wasn't I like that you were the one that the pointed hotel? this out. There's a, yeah, there's a club restaurant that's called Gringos Pendejos, yeah. which translates to dumbass white people. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, oh, so I, I read this, and this was actually interesting. I was thinking about it. So for the theatrical run, so when I was in theaters, there was a small cough that could be heard during the Sony logo. So like, the logo would come on, and then someone would be like... <laughs> they did it like for, to be funny. But they had to take it out of DVD and Blu-ray copies, just so that people wouldn't think someone was in their house.
1: Really?
0: Because imagine you hadn't seen the movie. You buy it. You're watching it. And you just hear. <coughs> like, wouldn't you be like, who the, what? I would be tripping so hard, dude.
1: That's weird. That's
0: so weird. I was thinking about that. And I was like, yeah, I probably would have tripped. I probably would have stopped the movie and be like, who the hell's in my house? Yeah. Um, I think that's so funny, though. I think they should have kept it, honestly. So people would have freaked out and shot like they're. Their dog. Their dog. <laughs> Call the SWAT and have the SWAT come and shoot your dog. Um, we in no way endorse the shooting of dogs by SWAT yeah. teams. Uh, the testicle statue. So this is a bit of um, fun fact here. Is a reference to a similarly odd statue at Tulane University, which is where they filmed. I almost went to Tulane. They really? sent me a, they sent me a scholarship package, and I was like, nah. It's um, probably why they have the same mascot. It's probably why. Yeah. So we were talking. We, we were, as we were watching this, I go to William Penn, which is the statesman. Yeah. And then in the movie, the Metro City statesman is what they are. And they have like almost the exact same mascot. They don't have the same colors as us, but like the exact same mascot. is crazy. Um,
1: probably because it's the statesman. Oh, maybe. I don't maybe, know. Maybe. Maybe. I don't think so.
0: That sounds yeah. really Sorry. dumb. Sorry. Uh, in the end credits, Bill Hader and Anna Ferris, uh, have cameo appearances as a villain and an ally. So Bill Hader, he's like the evil chef guy, mm-hmm. and then Anna Faris, she's like the pilot lady at the end credits. So they were both in Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. Mm-hmm. They were the two leads, uh, which was also made by Lord and Chris Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the ending montage—that uh. <laughs> is so funny. Yeah, I think it's—I here's the thing: I would watch a, a 23 Jump Street. Mm-hmm. I think they should have done three and then been good. But I get it. Like, where would what else would they have done? Yeah, which is the whole point of the ending is to be like, oh, they're gonna keep milking this until whatever. I think it's so funny though the yeah. part where they replace him with Seth Rogen. And he's then, like, Captain, does does Schmidt look different to you? He's like, What are you talking about? He's like, I got new glasses. And he's, he's like, like Yeah, yeah he I got new glasses. glasses. <laughs> and, and then, then he uh, comes back and he's no, like,
1: Seth Rogen, like right before he cuts off to like, he's like, They're not gonna notice. <laughs> and, he, like, says
0: it's and, then, and then when they come back with Jonah Hill, he's like, Ah, oh, Schmidt, so good to have you back. What what contract dispute? I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I really like the ending montage. That is so yeah. funny. The, the Russia one. The Russian one. Foreign exchange students. <laughs> foreign student. exchange students. Uh art stu- art school, dance school. Uh, that's when Jonah's like finally. That's the that dance I'm school, yeah. Yeah. I love the <laughs> Yeah, I really like that that ra- the preschool or or Sunday school. That's yeah, what it Sunday's is. Yeah. yeah. And then the, He's like, let's go, Jenkins. It's Janko. Oh. Let's go, Janko.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's the one where they replaced him with yeah, Seth. Rogen.
0: Rogen. Yeah, with Seth Rogan. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, overall, I think the second one is a pretty solid follow-up to the yeah. first. Like, I think it's it's building on, like, the... Normally,
1: some people can't, like...
0: Yeah, normally, yeah. sequels aren't as good. But this one... Like, and Alvin and the, the Chipmunks, the Squeakquel, Squeakquel yeah. not as good as the first one. I'm not yeah. going to lie to you.
1: I, I, and Chipwreck, not
0: good either. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I don't know, I felt like they built on already established characters and, and, and the tone, which was, like key for me is that they they built on the tone and they didn't just change it completely and like take it in a different direction which a lot of movies do mm-hmm. like I haven't seen the second Paul Blart really but I've but I I've heard either. it's it's a little different it's a way different than the first one mm-hmm. um I like how if they flipped it around and they had like Schmidt experience like the the pain that Janko felt in the first one like he wasn't the cool one now mm-hmm. but he got a girl so he shouldn't complain mm-hmm. um I don't know another good buddy movie except this one is exploring the idea that, like, sometimes you feel weighed down by your loved ones. But but through communication, you can get to a point of realization where, like, your friends and those who care about you don't actually drag you down, but they lift you up.
1: Sometimes you can relate to that. Like, sometimes a friend you, you'll you be good at something, and I'm just, like, in the way. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I can relate to that. I feel like there's always that one thing. Well, yeah, because you drag me down. Yeah. Fuck, man. <laughs> I feel like there's a, always something that, like you might just need to do it by yourself or with different people. Like yeah. That's why I don't try to get involved with, like, your movie production because that's not, like, my strong mm-hmm. suit. So I'm not going to be like, yo, like, I want to do it. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. So I feel like I can relate to that fact that, like, sometimes you just need to, like, even if it's your best friend, you just need a small break. to yeah. do your own stuff.
0: I just need, like, some break. Like a break, you know, just, like, some time off. Mm-hmm. I think we should investigate other people. I
1: feel it. <laughs> I like how he says that. Yeah, he's like, did you
0: just say we should investigate <laughs> yeah. other people? Uh, <laughs> that's a fun. They're funny movies. They're really good. Yeah, and with that, we've reached the end of our show. Uh, Jesus, as we start to wind down, uh, do you uh, do you want to tell people where they can find you? Um, Plug yeah. your shiz, dog, right here.
1: My um, so my SoundCloud? <laughs> uh, <laughs> underscore? No, um... My Instagram is Romo underscore. <laughs> Which is like the exact No, that's no, not even jesus, it's j.romo, J. Romo, just like
0: mine. I thought yeah. that was so, you did that and I saw it and I was like, is
1: this dude copying yeah. me? And then I asked you and you were like,
0: yeah, I did it on purpose.
1: I, apparently I had a controversial Instagram name. Oh, the two girls, one Jesus? Yeah, everybody was like, I feel like I maybe try to hit up some girls that were like, and I don't think that was like the right name to follow them yeah. with. So I was like, maybe I'll change it. I'll, t- I'll change it to something stupid and nerdy. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just copy it. No, I'm just kidding. I was like, I don't know what to change it to. And then you sent a DM in the raging services, our group chat uh, with our buddies. And I was like, matter boy. <laughs> we just
0: got to start a gang of just everyone doing it. Andy so we got to change a. Palomar <laughs> underscore D.Vasquez D. 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 underscore. Uh, so yeah, where can they find you?
1: Uh, they can find me on Instagram at J.Romo underscore. And... Yeah, that's about it. I don't. I I don't really use Twitter because I regret. Um, well, I was like a little stupid kid when I made it, so my. Isn't it hates Trump? Yeah, and I was like, and now I'm that like, doesn't yo, fit anymore. Yeah, and I was like, yo, it's not even funny because he actually won the election. Yeah. and He hates us. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I don't really like to shout it out. But yeah, that is my insta, my Twitter. He's did used you see Trump. what
0: I what I responded to Ethan's Twitter today? No, I didn't. Yeah, I'll show you. He was like, "Anybody have cool cars?" And I I dropped this pig. Look, I I dropped this pig. <laughs> Oh, the... What are <laughs> the, they called? The Patty Mobile or whatever. Yeah. Um, okay, so they can find you at j.romo underscore <inaudible> yeah. on Instagram. Um,
1: and we all hopefully, when Jose comes back, because Jose leaves, what, 22nd? Uh, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: We'll make another one. We'll make yeah. part
0: two. Uh, yeah, if you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash captainslogcast. That's captainslog, like the show name, and then cast as in podcast. Uh, and donate a dollar, anything to help keep the lights on. Uh, if you'd like to write in with suggestions, tell me if you'd like to have a Seuss back, or if any other guest should come back, or just tell me that I'm lame for having a one strap backpack. Uh, you well, can at least write in didn't snap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can write into Captain's Log Cast again. That's Captain's Log, and then Cast as in podcast at gmail dot com. So that's Captain's Log Cast at gmail dot com. Uh, send in whatever.
1: Um, I be tweeting. Uh,
0: <laughs> you shit. can follow me on Instagram at j.valle underscore. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Alfred oh, Valle twenty seven. Did you
1: like? Is your Instagram bio like? You, I mean, your Instagram. You copied me.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm actually. I think I'm gonna start a, a Twitter for the show. So yeah, I'll probably smart, yeah. put that up because uh, I only retweet political stuff, and I don't yeah. even want to follow me. Um, uh, you can find me on YouTube as Jose Valle uh, v a l l e. Uh, pretty soon, there's going to be two short films that I'm wrapping up shooting on next week. And I'm starting, I've already started post production on one of them, completely finished what I have. And then I'm starting post production on a second one. So those will go up that static in the shadows. Those, those will be up and on there.
1: You can see me in the shadows.
0: You can see Jesus in the Space shadows. Reveal. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what else to shout out.
1: Uh, I want to shout out my mom. Thanks for being here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, make sure to tell your friends and family about the show if you enjoy it. If you don't, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Don't tell me. I don't need to know that you don't like it. Yeah. Uh, you just got to subscribe and download on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play. And I just recently found out that it's on like every directory now. So I just, I just found out like it's on this random like podcast app that I didn't even know existed. Mm-hmm. And I looked it up and I guess it's on there. So you can pretty much find the podcast anywhere now. You can find it on YouTube too. Uh, I post the video, the the video episodes there, but it's not any different. It's just if you don't want to listen yeah. on a podcast app. Um, but yeah, with that, ladies and gentlemen, we've reached the end of our show. Uh, tune in next week at the same time and on the same frequency for another episode. I've been your captain, Jose Valle, and I've been joined today by Starfleet Stalker, Jesus Romo. What? Uh, and uh, you're the I didn't know what position to give you, so I just gave you the position of Stalker. Nice. Stock boy Stock boy Yeah you Oh stock- from Walmart <laughs> Wow <Keep laughs> What do you want to be Walmart. What do you want to be like uh, Science officer Doctor Stalker Stalker Yeah, yeah. I just want to stalk At Walmart Yeah uh, And we've reached The end of our show Until next week Thanks for listening And goodbye
1: Thank you for having me Love you Love you
0: Uh, We should probably turn the microphone off before we kiss.